Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Living the Dream podcast. Yes, I'm Mark Cridland. I'm the one that tries to hold this all together and I'm joined as usual by our irregular comedians. They are Mr. AMJ, that's Adam Morrison-Jones and Mr. Paul Tingey. Yes, they try to bring the funny to the situation and uh, yeah, we, uh, we bring up some weird stuff. This is... Episode 3 of our newly regenerated podcast, and we're calling it Balls. Hmm, Balls. Uh, We talk about The Heat, Freedom Day, the weird flavour ice cream that's just been bought out in America, and North Koreans have been ordered to not be like South Koreans. Bit odd, but eh. Uh, We also talk about the hundreds of balls that have been hidden under a house, and we discuss our old Living the Dream Live radio show jingles because we're bringing some of them back. And of course, we have our now world famous quiz with a celebrity comedian guest. And this week, we have our reoccurring stand in stand up, Mr. Trevor Feelgood. Yes, he's back again, standing in and uh, doing a, a spectacular job as he always does. So. Sit back, relax, and enjoy another week of Living the Dream. Am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? How are you, boys? I can see I'm your right, boobs. Uh, just for a bit of a kind of an audio, uh, if, if, if you're listening along, just see Paul's nipple. It's a uh, quite impressive nipple. Quite an outie. Thanks, mate. It's um, it's extremely hot this week in the UK, so we're all sweating our balls off. Um, as can be expected, really. Uh, so, how's uh, how's everyone been coping with the heat? I I haven't minded it so much because I'm kind of thankful for the heat being here. One, I'm ginger, so the minute there's a little bit of sun, I burn. Two, I've still been wearing masks every now and then in shops. But the thing I found, like every bit of clothing I own, is black including the face mask. And, like, the minute you go into somewhere, you just come out like a pool of sweat. Yeah, it's, it's the same, it's, yeah. It's not great. Yeah, everything I've got is pretty much black. There's not much that's, that's not black. I mean, today, I've actually got grey shorts and this light blue linen, t- linen shirt on just because, to make a change, because I'm always wearing black, and it's like, no, we need something light to try and reflect the heat away, but it's not really worked that well. And it's I've just been wearing shorts throughout the day. Mm. I've not left the house. I've been leaving the house at night time because I'm working nights this week. So that's uh, that's always good fun. It's the perfect time you to go out to work. Tops. Yeah, at home I can walk around topless and uh, get loads of sleep in that lovely heat because it's so easy to sleep when it's hot. Yeah. Have you got aircon at work though? Yes. So you're that's why right? I'm gutted I'm not there during the day because at <laughs> night it's a bit cooler. I also work in the big fridge, so yeah. it's constantly air-conditioned. <laughs> yes, you're all right. I went to the office today, and we got no air-conditioning in the office, so it was just open every single window and just try to survive. How, how have you, sexy cats, been surviving freedom so far this week? Oh, yeah, because Freedom Day was Monday. Free. 
Uh, what's that? You say it's free. I mean, most shops still want you to wear masks. Most places still asking you to wear masks. So there's not really a lot of difference. I, I, I had someone at work moaning at me because I asked them to put their mask on. And they and this was on Monday, so it was bound to happen, Freedom Day and all that. And he went, oh, it's not law anymore. And I said, yeah, but you wear white wellies down in the factory because it's company policy. It's company policy to wear your mask whilst moving around. So pull it on. If you don't like it, go home. I don't have the authority to send people home, but I was on a power trip. Have you ever done that and then had to explain it later? No. No, I just go down um, and speak to their relevant managers and go, he just walked out. I I told him to do something that's within our policies and procedures and he didn't like it so I say he because a woman hasn't done it yet but I've had three um, men storm out of the business uh, without me confronting them I I spoke to someone once and uh, he left he got stuff on went to the computer then I spoke to head office and they went you know you've got no authority to do that Oh crap! I had to get a taxi to the coaches and uh, get him back and apologise. That was a great moment in my life of going like, you know, a factor. Turns out I couldn't. I said, I didn't say that. I said, right, I think you've got another chance. Come on. (laughs) I remember thinking this is the most embarrassing moment of my life. It's a great bit of butt covering. (laughs) Oh dear. Am I dreaming? Am I I dreaming? Um, but in this heat, of course, one thing that is really great that you can have to help cool down is a bit of ice cream. Oh. No, ice cream. Yeah. And um, But there is this brand new ice cream flavor that is, uh, is now available. Um, I think it might only be available in the, in the USA, but you never know. It might come over here. It is macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. Oh, I wasn't far off when I said cheese. No, you were not I only said cheese because of grate and that cheese grater. Yeah. They can uh, keep it there. So it is the <laughs> Van Leeuwen Ice Cream Company uh, working together with Kraft, who, who make their own macaroni and cheese uh, product, and they've oh. uh, worked together to make this lovely macaroni and cheese flavoured ice cream. Just think they now own Cadbury as well, Kraft. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's a... Uh, world we're living in it's a big company yeah craft merged with heinz they're now north america's third largest food and beverage company well how about oh, that yeah. uh, they released this special ice cream flavor uh, to coincide with the um national macaroni and cheese day over in the u.s which was earlier this week of so, course that's got its own day in america of course, of course it has because they love oh, the macaroni I, and cheese stuff in a in a packet over there. I, I tell you what, I, did you ever have macaroni and cheese out of a tin when you were younger? Yes. The Heinz. That was the macaroni and cheese my mum used to give us, and I I really didn't like it. So I grew up hating macaroni and cheese, and somebody made it from scratch, and oh, it was a game changer. It was one of the best dinners I've ever eaten. Nice. Yeah. And I thought maybe, maybe it was just my childlike mind not liking it. So I brought a tin um, to have at work uh, to, to heat up in the microwave. Obviously, I took out the tin before putting it in the microwave. I'm not that crazy. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it was still foul. Turns out 
macaroni cheese does not belong in a can. No, no, it's just a bit wrong. That everything on the Heinz tin stuff, 90% of the Heinz stuff in the tin is crap. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. You've got your tomato soup, you've got your spaghetti, you've got your baked beans, five beans. That's all you need. There is no other Heinz products that are any good. What about the Heinz big breakfast in the can? I stand by what I said. The <laughs> Heinz big breakfast in the can. That's the last resort. That's half this festival type crap. Aldi do a version, and uh, I won't lie, I've been partial to that before. Have hmm. you? And I've eaten it cold as well. How about that? Hey, why not? Why not? Meat, so like it's got a limited everything. It's Let alone the idea. I'd love a full breakfast in the can, but nah, nah, nah. What's in the full breakfast in the can though? I presume it's a sausage. Sausage, beans, bacon, hash brown, mushroom. That was in the last. So, so it's been a good eight years since I last had one. I like to point out. So there's, no, there's no black pudding. No. No egg. I, I don't think egg would really work in a can. I think oh, they oh, scramble sorry. the egg. They scramble the egg, preserve it, and then it goes in with all the other stuff. Oh, well, that sounds they can't do that, though, because they need to heat the can up to 123 degrees Celsius for 2 minutes and 14 seconds. Or was it 1 hour, fake, 1 minute and 23 fake seconds? Egg. What was that? Fake egg. Feg. 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 Like that McDonald's eggs from the 90s. Yeah. That's what it is. Let, yeah. I found out how they made that fake egg. They used to, they used real egg to make the fake egg. <laughs> they, they had they had like these two big cylinder things and they put, put the egg right around the outside cylinder and the yolk in the middle and it was like a big egg sausage. Wow. Okay. Just around the same time you decided to tell the people at McDonald's how to make a Big Mac and never got the job. Um, no, actually, I found that out before I went for a job at McDonald's and got turned down. Oh, Thanks yeah. for reminding well, me of one of the lowest points of my life, AMJ. I worked at McDonald's yeah. on the ferries. Whoa. Yeah, on the Fantasia. Yeah, it was on the Fantasia. McDonald's was on, I worked on the Fantasia, but it was on most of the um, Stena Line ships. Yeah. Did you say everyone famous at McDonald's whilst working on the ferries? Not sure. My my brother was he worked in the canteen, and there was a supermodel, and he was convinced he knew her, but he only knew her because she was a supermodel, and in his mind he was like convinced he knew her from school or something, and he went, "I'm sure I've come across you before." At which point she giggled and went, "You probably have your dirty little get." <laughs> what a lad! Different times. Hey Mark, at the end of the shift, Bridders, did all the brooms just sweep everything up themselves on the Fantasia? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's how it worked. It was, it was magical. It really was magical, and a little little mouse with an axe tried to cut them up. Yeah, yeah, it was quite entertaining. Yeah, yeah I don't know why I'm referencing that. It doesn't work, and like, who's listening to this thing? Oh, it's well, not enough reference. You say it doesn't work, AMJ. But they referenced it in um, a few TV programmes I've been watching recently. So don't Ooh. don't be so hard on yourself. Oh, whoa. Good. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to be more upbeat about everything in life. Yeah. Good 90% idea. of life. 
just just don't take it too far because um i mean if you lived in north korea you'd get in trouble for that have you heard what's going on over there I'd, yeah i've been really a lot about north korea recently i'm fascinated about it well Critters, give us the news the the main headline says Young North Koreans ordered to stop speaking, dressing, and dancing like South Koreans, or else. Yes, it's, the um, or else is a bit scary. It, it it's almost death. Yes, and then there's yeah. a nice picture of Kim Jong Un um, staring at the cameraman, which um, must have been quite scary for him, because uh, yeah, most people will know that North Korea is quite conservative and. Uh, yeah, you know, everyone has to do exactly what he says because he's a he's a dictator. Oh, <laughs> he's a dick. I uh, I think something similar happened locally as well, didn't it? When like people at Dover were ordered not to dress like the people at Folkestone. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. North Korea is really really cracking down on on, on the whole South Korean culture because. Uh, yeah, the kids are singing and dancing, and uh, you're not allowed to do that in North Korea. You um, no. have to be very regimental. It's like Oliver Cromwell is over there as their dictator. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the punishments are disgusting as well. Like, there's a great series on uh, Netflix about tyrants at the moment. I suggest people check it out. I won't say the full show because uh, we ain't getting no money. No. It's Critland. Uh, yeah. What? That show, he's a tyrant. He's not paid us once yet, and we know royalties are coming in now. I, I can feel it. Uh-huh. Royalties. Yeah. But what? We must have at least one pound seventy-five each waiting for us now. Royalties? You're getting confused, like Harry. There ain't no royalties. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Well, let's not open up that rabbit hole. He's writing a book, isn't he? Is he? He is. He's yeah. the budgie, the little helicopter. No, that was Sarah Ferguson. I know that. Oh, oh I am crap tonight. Sorry, guys. Like more so than usual. Less than last week. Terrible jokes about Fantasia. A joke about budgie, the little helicopter. Don't worry. Sorry. I referenced it so people knew what you were talking about. AMJ. Yeah. Well, this shouldn't be like. Do you know what? I only speak if I genuinely have something funny to say. Well, he's going to be silent for the rest of the night then. Hey. You're long Hey. We were talking about McDonald's a moment ago. Did we talk about McDonald's? Yeah, we did. Yeah. You wasn't dreaming. Yeah, the egg. Yeah, and they didn't give me a job, bastards. Um, however, I Double have probably at least a year's wage in there since then. Um, but the. A bit of weird news that I had was a woman got revenge on rude McDonald's customer after row in the drive through queue. Ooh, How do you think uh, she got her own back? Um, uh, what she did is she went on the BBC and uh, they had a massive game show and it ended up with her being gunned. Oh, that'd be perfect with a DBP doing the uh, gungeon live. <laughs> yeah. In a McDonald's drive-thru. Straight through yeah. the sunroof as well. It was terrible. It didn't even have any guns. It was just ketchup and mayo. Horrible. Horrible scenes. <laughs> Horrible. So, unsurprisingly, it was a Karen who was being rude to the person in the front, uh, to the McDonald's worker. And it was the person in the in the car behind them that, uh, that played a song 
to make uh, everybody in the queue laugh and ease the tension a little bit. What was the song? Joel Daltrey, Shut Up Your Face. <laughs> I shut up your face. What's the matter, you? Hey, you beat England. Um, was it um, McDonald's, McDonald's, going to take a fried chicken and a pizza hut? Did you know they they met in the Folkestone McDonald's, the the fast food rockers? Really? Sung that song. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Ronald did. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald lives in Folkestone. Um, no, I'm afraid you're both wrong. Huh. This would have been a great question for Dave, actually. Um, he'll probably ask it next week. It was, move, bitch, get out the way. Get out the way, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> they played it very loudly through their car speakers. Mm. After 15 minutes waiting in the queue. Oh, That's a bit mean. Did the did the Karen turn around and go, oh balls? No, I think she went off and went, oh, I've got to speak to the manager. I'm gonna rally in a block. Why are we using the word Karen now? Like this is why I don't like society. Can we just refer to people in the good old fashioned way as a I know lots of lovely Karen's. So I don't think I've ever lovely. Karen Underwood, she, yeah. uh, she's, she's called Karen Jordan now. But when, when she was my TA at school, primary school, Karen Underwood, she's lovely. She's a lovely Karen. She's never moaned to a manager. That you know of? No, I well, know. That's... No, I know. I know. He knows. No. He knows anything. He knows. Well, why don't we go with a different name then? Why don't we go with another name? So every time we're referencing, we don't use the name Karen. I say he's yeah. a that really mess people up. These are what? Alexa. Oh, AMJ yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has set his Alexa off. I'm glad he didn't say, hey, Google, because it would set mine off. Alexa, say piss off, AMJ. I don't understand. I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, shut up. So, so I I reckon, I reckon what we should do, yeah, is use the name Ophelia. Ophelia. Yeah. I know an Ophelia though. I love that or, name. I'm trying to think if there's anyone we've all worked with that we can subtly just use their name without Sharon. Knowing, but... MC. No, 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 Sharon. Sharon. No, Hoppy Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it there. Right. Nah, she's lovely. That's so, a shame because I'm sure Sharon will listen back to this at some point. You should have seen AMJ, AMJ's eyes widen with fear as soon as Critter said Sharon. <laughs> what have you done? She knows. Is she on the Tyrant <laughs> Netflix show? Because you look genuinely scared. Then. <laughs> you know what? It's a weird thing. Is I'm not scared of her in the slightest, but I know, like, one day it just takes the wrong pushing <laughs> or something, and I'll be dead. And I'm not an easy client to work with, let's be honest. No, no, you're not. No, no, we all know, we all know, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, it's your um, idea to get the band back together and you've missed the most episodes. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly up. as it used to be. Yeah. Jake Crude has had a reason to miss the episodes. His tune was giving him a bit of jip. Yeah. Am I I've, I've got another another news story before we go over to the quiz. Uh, this one is about it's another American one, 
and it's about a guy who was doing a bit of uh, building work on his own house a bit of uh, renovating and he came across uh, 160 somethings buried under his house what were oh, they was it et atari games no he'd be rich if they were uh, he wouldn't be. They found a load in the desert. Have you not heard about that story? No. Basically, because they rushed the E.T. Atari game, it was a load of pants and no one really wanted to buy it. So they buried about 2,000 copies of it in the desert and someone found them a few years ago. <laughs> Fly tipping at its finest. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, uh, Barbie dolls, T.Y. Teddies, Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies. Um... Uh, Ronald McDonald figurines. PG mm. Tips cards. Copies of Michael Bolton's album Female. Michael Balls. Michael Balls. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're very close with that AMJ. Oh, was it? Was it Michael Ball himself? You're still close. <laughs> oh, can you give us a clue? What does uh, I mean? It was a type of ball. Was it? Oh, well, did it used to be a bit, Was it a load of dog bollocks? Poker balls. No. Was <laughs> a load of dog bollocks? <laughs> dog bollocks. <laughs> dog bollocks. used to be a and they pull the balls <laughs> in the garden. I don't think that's what they do with them. No. Uh, no, it was 160 bowling balls underneath his house. As uh, big used... the house to have 160 bowling balls in there, yeah. Well, it was used as uh, filler in the foundations, which uh, I suppose they are, um, they are pretty solid, so uh, that helps. And now, of course, he can go bowling as much as he likes, unless he wants his house to fall down if it's used for foundations. Well, he's taken them out, he's taken them all out, and um. He's, uh, it was just under the, the section of the house that he was taking down to, to re, uh, re, you know, renovate. So uh, it's fine. He managed to take them all out and then uh, he's replaced it all with uh, solid stuff. Um, but he said it's actually made it easier because he was having to take out everything that was in that foundation area anyway. And it's easier to pick up a ball and roll it down the garden than it is to pick up a load of sand and ch- chuck that down the garden. So... It made his life easier, and now he's got a shed load of bowling balls. I think he bought all those bowling balls over the course of the last 10 years and didn't tell his wife. So then, when redoing the foundation, like, oh, look, it's all built on bowling balls. Similar <laughs> to the comic that holds this place together. I'll I tell you what, this um, kind of reminds me of a, a story of, of one of my friends who's, who wife. Uh, thought that uh, he was having an affair because he'd bought a load of new golf clubs that cost around two and a half thousand pounds. So, oh, um, in another currency, that's about 150 years worth of shoes. And <laughs> so he he bought all these golf clubs, and he said to his um, and his old golf clubs were in the spare bedroom. And one night he said to his wife, "I'm going." Um, golf tomorrow with, with my mates so she said alright then and he forgot to take the old clubs with him um, because he used to put his old clubs in the van and take his new ones out for the game 
And uh, he forgot to take the old clubs with him. And his phone died while he was gone. And he was gone for a good 14, 15 hours. And he came back and uh, she said, well, where have you been all day? Your golf clubs are upstairs. And, uh, yeah, so he, he was in real trouble until he went, no, come to the car, love. And he told her that the new golf clubs only cost him £700. Only? Bloody hell. <laughs> That's, when his when his driver costs seven hundred and fifty pounds. Before we head over to the quiz, just wanted to update everyone because when we were doing the Live in the Dream live show, we had uh, all of our guests that came on. We got them to do a little jingle, which went a little bit like, "Hello, I'm Trevor Feelgood, and I'm a dreamer." See? and of course we had the 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 woman that sang this song. That we use quite often. We uh, just a reminder, for, especially for all these new listeners for the podcast, uh, Janice Robinson, who actually sang that song for Living Joy, did this for us. Hi, this is Janice Robinson, and I'm a dreamer. And yes, I'm the original singer of Living Joy, and I'm a dreamer. And you're listening to Living the Dream Radio. Have a blessed day. Peace. <laughs> Which was pretty awesome. We managed to get her. Uh, so we've now got uh, a couple of additional ones. Um, Hello, I'm Steve Nightingale, and I'm a dreamer. And this one. Hello, I'm Amanda Bush, and I'm a dreamer. So any new comedians that we get on to, uh, I'm not saying new comedians, but new people on our show, yes, yes uh, they're going to they're gonna have to do one of these as well. So we had, uh, we, we even have one of these from ages ago. And I am a dreamer. See, old Dave Oflin, um, a singer. My name no. is Hannah, and I am a dreamer. See, she's, she's that singing one. in Morrison's car park this Sunday. She is. Um, this guy isn't though, because he's still in Portugal. My name is Martin Jonathan, and I am a dreamer. And of course, uh, we, uh, an old guest of ours who sadly passed away a couple of months back, and of course we. Uh, we did have a little bit of a tribute to him, but, uh, yeah, when he came on... Hi, my name's Nick Hickson, and I'm a dreamer. Oh, see? Oh. All these nice people that do these for us. Um, so, yeah, any uh, any new guests? So, um, if our guest that is planned for next week comes on, um, you'll have to ask them beforehand, can you do one of these? And we'll do it. We'd, we'll record it when we're doing the show. And what, can, can, we, can we get uh, Dave and Geraldine to do one? Yeah, I reckon we could do that. Good. Why not? So, um, I think it's time to get Dave in for the quiz, do you reckon? Yeah. I reckon it's time. He's Can we hear on the some... sofa at the moment. He's got an yeah. ice in each one of his trunk holes, and he's got ice ice, ice cubes down his pants. Have we all there? Have we all? Dave, Dave, are you there? Oh, hi there! Oh, hi, Dave. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah, not bad. I'm just thinking, actually, the last couple of weeks, we haven't had a um, an actual jingle song. No, you've not asked me to do one. No, and, no. And I've been, I've been writing them, uh, and Geraldine's been practising her vocals, and we've just not been able to do it. I must mean you're extra prepared this week, then. Yeah, something like that. Are you ready, then? Go on, him. Because last week I tried ending on a jingle and you kept interrupting me with your f***ing jingles. Oh, I swore. <laughs> um, 
So, here we got. Here we are. It's time for the quiz. We've got three friends and two hosts. It's Geraldine and Dave. Example given. Elephant and giraffe. Yeah, that's right. We got three friends. So that's our jingle. So, I like that. Look, looking around the room, uh, we, we've got a returning celebrity mystery guest. I don't know who he's going to be this week. So, uh, mystery guest, reveal yourself. Uh, I'm Trevor Feelgood, and I'm here by accident because for some reason I've got Steve Nightingale's computer and I got caught, put into the call. It was very oh. weird. Well, that's because he told me he was going to show you some photos that he got off the internet that said that you would like of, of squirrels with tits. Yeah, but now his laptop's been impounded. It's nice what? to have Trevor feel good because, um, as we mentioned before, he is Kent's most available comedian. I am. Anytime there's a podcast happening, I'm there straight away. Doesn't matter where oh. I am in the world, I'll get to a podcast. Oh, the, I bet well, you put yourself down. We all know who Kent's most available comedian is, but we're not going to joke about that right now. Yeah, don't put yourself well, down. Let us do it. What I was doing was I was making some things for our thing we do on a Wednesday about my brother who is now having a baby, and I was making graphics that say his balls work. That's what I was doing when I came on. So I am busy, but not, <laughs> not in the like the proper sense. <laughs> What, what am I picturing, like, Nick Park kind of style animation, like you're remaking Wallace and Gromit with that? You know we don't have that budget. We <laughs> Gromit, we've got the wrong balls. <laughs> These ones work. <laughs> it's the wrong it's baby, Gromit. What do you mean? <laughs> the wrong balls, Gromit. Oh, a close shave. Wallace well, and Robert, everyone, taking it back to 1995. Oh, dear. Right. Um, well, we've got two other guests on this way. They're our regular guests. Although, uh, normally I'll get DJ Critters to introduce himself first. But this week, we're, we're going to go to the one without glasses on. And uh, I want you to introduce yourself and tell us why you weren't here last week and Geraldine had to be part of the quiz. Oh, uh, I, I had a gig. That was it. Geraldine was part of the quiz. Yeah, I'm glad you listened back to the podcast. I listened to it's had technical difficulties. I listened to the opening ten minutes. It was brilliant. Or the bit that I do the introduction in. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I thought, I thought well, the Mark's introductions, right, are bar none. If you want to get someone to do your introductions, get in Gridland. Uh, introduce yourself, please, contestant. That's that's you, AMJ. Don't don't take a swig when you're meant to be introduced. Oh, I thought you would got to Gridland then. Hello, my name's Adam, and uh, for a short period of time, I worked in Waitrose, and I bought a whole chicken, it's 20p, in the sale bin, and uh, yeah, that was a good time, a year ago today, hey? Thanks very much, I'm Jay, uh, Mark Critland, introduce yourself please. Uh, yeah, so I'm producer Mark, and uh, I'm going to go along AMJ's lines here and go, for a short period of time, I was a security guard. Until I fell asleep. Is that a true story? It is. Oh. <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> was it on the well, night shift or the day shift? It was a night shift. So I was very tired. I was only 18 at the time, so, you know. You should have been full of spunk. Just like Trevis. 
Right, let's move on with the quiz. But his brother's so, balls aren't anymore. They're oh, my balls. It's my brother's balls. I'll let you make it weird, shall we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let balls. it be said that Trevor's balls are still filled with spun. His balls are emptied in his wife's vagina. And now they're making a baby. Dooby dooby doo. Thanks, MJ. Anytime. So, <laughs> let's start with the quiz. We're going to start with DJ Critters. There we go, MJ. And then we'll go to our favouritest friend, Trevor Feelgood. Mm. So, Ooh. DJ Critters, how far can a pumping human heart squirt blood? Ooh. Um, I'm going to say, what, what do you want it in? Metres, feet, centimetres? What do you want? Uh, preferably feet. Feet. I'm going to go with 20 feet. 20 feet. Hey, MJ, how far can the human pumping heart squirt blood? 21 feet. <laughs> I also like to live dangerously. Um, hey. Trevor Feelgood, how, how far can a pumping human heart squirt blood? Well, is this, is this if you went to Booper or the NHS? I'm thinking Bopa probably like as far as car park over that far. It'd be like a Disneyland fountain if you went to Bopa. I won't lie, it's not the kind of question I've ever been asked before. Well, welcome to our little living the dream almost live podcast. Um, so what about we're doing NHS? We'll go NHS, Trev. Um, uh, questions, answers. Twenty feet. That's what I said. Oh, I'm afraid Mark Cousins and Trevor Feelgood, you both said the same answer. And uh, I'm going to give MJ five bonus points because he was closest. It's 30 feet. Oh, wow. wow. And I found I that out not, when I... I Mark said. I still said the same as him. And that's... that's, that's we, we, we found that out with a bit of research. Uh, Clayton Crocodile stabbed someone because they didn't pay up for their fees. Thank oh. you very much, Jody. This this question is going to AMJ. This, me. This is uh, this is this is uh, uh, oh, if you've got pussy cats, put your hands over their ears. Um, in in Asia, how many cats are eaten every year? Keep it light. Uh, in Asia, how many cats are eaten every year? Like, where do you get a statistic for this? You don't uh, get this all the chase, do you? <laughs> no, you don't get brand new balls. Oh, how many dogs are eaten every week in Asia? It's every cat and every year. Every year. Well, I, 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 honestly, uh, I think that eating animals is wrong, and especially cats because they're cute ones. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with forty thousand. Forty thousand cats are eaten every year. Thank you, AMJ. Hey, Trevor, feel good. How many cats are eaten in Asia every year? Uh, I think nine, but then it's fine because then they just regenerate into another one. Oh, Do that. Every ninth cat. Uh, 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 oh, uh, DJ Critters. Um, how many cats are eaten every year in Asia? I'm going to go with none. None at all. I'm afraid AMG again gets the bonus points. He's closest. It's four million. What? 
Farming octopuses are put in the wok and they are going meow, meow, meow. And, and it reminds them of their former communist leader, Chairman Meow. Uh, anyone listening now, uh, please take a minute to think about a heartbreaking image you've now got in your head. Dave, did you just do that question just to do that joke at the end? No. Yes, you did. <laughs> Trevor uh, Feelgood, yeah. what was John Cleese's real surname? Cheese! Cheese Grummet! He's jumped straight into DJ Critters, what was John Cleese's surname before he changed it for fame? Um, Johnson. John Johnson. John Johnson. Yep. Yeah, and that's why he changed it because it sounded stupid. John Johnson. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I used to work with someone called Stephen Stevenson. Hmm. AMJ, what was John Cleese's surname before he changed it? Uh, I'm going to go with John Crackers. Oh, not hmm. Rick's Cheesy Crackers. Exactly. Ah. The very same. Trevor Felgood gets 28 points because he got it bang on and he done a great call back to Wallace and Gromit. Although I don't think we was recording when we was talking about Wallace and Gromit. So who knows? And it looks like DJ Critters has fallen asleep, so we best hurry up. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, is that? <laughs> uh, uh, you get a bonus point for being amusing. Oh, thank you. That didn't sound sincere. You just lost all your points. You're ungrateful. Oh, <laughs> right, moving on to the next question. Thank you, Geraldine. Um, what was the name of the last private resident who lived at 10 Downing Street? I only want his surname. Would would you like would 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 you like a, a, a list, a multiple choice? I, I already know. Oh, DJ Critters, would you like multiple choice? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Give give us a multiple choice because I don't know this. Is it Mr. Cow, Mr. Chicken, Mr. Horse? Or Mr. Cat? I'm going to go Mr. Horse. Hey, Jay, same question to you, but no multiple choice. The last private resident at 10 Down Street was who? Well, obviously, it's not going to be what I thought it was, because now we've got the farmyard animals and not actual prime ministers. Uh, Mr. Spoon, there it is, Mr. Spoon. That's very brave considering... That was not one of the multiple choices given to DJ Critters. Exactly. I realised my mistake seconds afterwards. Oh. You've, you've really laid your balls on the table there. Right. Who, who was the last private resident of 10 Downing Street? Uh, I'm not sure about the multiple choice answers because I, I don't like this. Um, I think <laughs> it was... The- <laughs> I think it was. I think it was the cat. It was Larry the cat. Oh, Jody, what's the answer? I'm afraid you're wrong, Trevor Feelgood, and so are you, AMG. DJ Critters, though, was bang on the money for 52 points. Woo! Oh. AMG, I love the way how you said I know the answer, and you disregarded all the multiple choice questions and answers, and that was really bold and strategic of you. So you got yourself a thousand points. 
I, I just assumed it was going to be a human, but thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the thousand points. Well, that's okay. And, and, and Trevor Feelgood, I, I liked your joke about not being on a list. Um, so I'm going to give you a thousand and two points. Yes. And can it be removed from everyone's memory, please, as well? That would be very helpful. Well, it's only July, Trevor. It's only July. <laughs> what was that? You got rang up, Adam. You're not on the list, mate. And it's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I know someone put you on the list. I got them to put Trev on it for me. He's a horny bugger. <laughs> right, uh, AMJ. Oh. Here's the next question. What is Michael J. Fox's middle name? Is it, is it, is it something ridiculous like J? Like Homer J. Simpson. Yeah, it's Michael J. Fox. Thanks very much. Is it? Do feel good? Oh, I don't know. Geraldine knows the answers. I don't. Uh, does it feel good? What is Michael J. Fox's middle name? Um, J- J- Jacobian. Jacob, Jack, uh, Mike, Michael Jacobian Fox. I know he's wrong. I-, I thought I'd have a punt. I said punt. I like Jacobian. Though. That's a great name. It is. Like, it's, it's, it's five of our kids. And Shakespeare had a lot of Jacobean plays. Mm. Um, DJ Critters. Now this is a what trick question. What is Michael J. Fox's middle name? It's a trick question because his middle name is actually Andrew. Ah, oh, well done, DJ Critters. He's on the money again. He gives himself five points. However, I also like Trevor Feelgood's cheeky little smile when he said Jacobean. Um, because... He thought, and then he said punt, and he said, no, I said punt, not and so he gets 26,000 points for that, and AMJ, I can see a bit of your leg, you got yourself five bonus points, you sexy beast, oh, and a toe, well, screw me with a fork and call me Beatrice, that you got yourself his toe. 22 points. Okay, we're going to um, the last question of the night, and this is quite fitting for our guest. Trevor, how many Trevors were born in the UK in 2011? Uh, I'm just counting. Right. Um, 20,000. 20,000, OK. Uh, DJ Critters, how many children were pulled? Po- oh, <laughs> were pulled. This is the wrong radio show. You need BBC in the 70s for that, uh, allegedly. Um, how many children are called Trevor? In, 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 or how many children were born? I should say, and called Trevor. How many Trevors were born in 2011? Uh, I'm going to say it's a stupid name, and I'm going to say no more than 500. Okay. okay. Uh, AMJ, you you man of many talents, the man of wonder, the man who's scream if you want to go faster attitude. How oh. many Trevors were born in the UK in 2011? Oh. Do you know what, though? I was thinking of it. It's not a very baby name, is it? You don't look at the baby. Oh, look at little baby Trevor. It's like there was baby Nigel. Uh, I don't think there was any baby Trevors born. Not a single Trevor that year. Sorry, well, Trevor. Uh, believe it or not, AMG is the closest. There were only 13. Unlucky oh. for some. Unlucky for all of you, because none of you got the right answer. Would you like oh. to know how you're all done in the quiz? Yes. Yeah, only one Trevor feel good. Thank Christ for that. So I don't get mistaken when I want my booty call from Trev. I tell the thing I'm I'm convinced he's learned how to breathe through his ears. 
the amount of time he can stay between my legs, I tell you. Oh. Oh, dear. That's the sort of noise I make. People yeah, make... Yeah, not so, in last place is DJ Critters, even though we got the most answers correct. I don't like him today. AJ, you come a valiant second, but the winner is Trevor Philgood. Oh. You can start calling yourself three trophies, Trev, now. Yes. Give me a trophy. That's not fair. Trev, what are you going to do with your prize, buddy? Uh, I'm going to exchange it for, for Walrus vouchers. Hey, and, then, hey. and then pretend that I won the mimic battle when I sh- bloody should have done. What was the best? Um, yeah, well, I don't think you were. You had far too many clothes on to win. Uh, I didn't <laughs> think that was. I didn't think that that was that was a, a reason for winning. Was the Paul, the amount of clothes gone? Paul Kingy done a James Corden and just whipped his top off and wobbled his fat belly about. He went full Corden. And it worked. He's down his trousers. There's nothing down his trousers apart from his penis. But, uh, Jeff Feelgood, have you got any words of advice for our listeners? Yes. If um, if you're on your laptop and you get a call that you shouldn't be on, don't answer it. Thank you very much. We're glad you did tonight, though. We yeah, really yeah. appreciate it. Well done for winning. You've won... 25 bonus points for the next time you're on the quiz. Yeah, which probably will be next week. Depends if we remove you from the chat. I'm not in. I'm not in next week. I'm gigging. Next next week, we actually have Sarah Mills. There ah. so, we go. Excellent. Um, um, I'm just keeping uh, a tally. Shut up. I'm not finished yet. DJ Critters, um, have you got any advice for our listeners this week? Um, I'm... Don't lick lampposts. Okay, this is sound advice. Uh, AMJ, any advice for our listeners? Yeah. Sometimes in the darkest of all our lives, we find a part of ourselves that we can't understand or hold on to. And that is the time you need to look inside yourself and find the person you truly are. You only get one life, and it's a beautiful life. Hold on to it. Nurture it. Love it. Add water to yourself every day. Grow. Be the best human you can be. And remember, please order some mail-order toast. They have been on at me all f***ing with you about this bloody mail-order toast. Get some mail-order toast in. And remember, I'm watching you. I wish you were watching me and Trev last night. That's the real reason he's on this week. I just needed to see his fruity eyes again. A handsome little bastard. You know, I thought we was listening to um, the Radio 2 breakfast show with the... Uh, with the vicar on. The, the thought of the day. Thought of the day, yeah. It's not the breakfast show, it's the early breakfast show, which is hosted by Nicky Chapman. And and then sometimes Vanessa Phelps does it and they have a lovely little chat. And and sometimes it's not a vicar, sometimes it's a rabbi. It could be any any of the religious followings. Mm. Are there any ever a Scientologist or Tom Cruise has been interviewed before. Has he? What did he yeah. say? He said <laughs> so tell me you got a new film out. Oh you know, right, I'm keeping a tally this time. <laughs> this time I'm keeping a tally on our um, quiz wins. So, so far, um, Geraldine has won once and the guests have won twice. 
me and AMJ haven't won at all yet so far, so um, we got we got to up our game. Oh, oh, that's... What do you mean, since we've been called living the dream? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was about to say, because you've both won previously in... in don't fuck me about. <laughs> yeah, on previous seasons, but yeah, this this whole new one with us being now called living the dream, um, yeah, that's, that's the score so far, so we need to try and win. Need to try and win. Well, if you, if you tickle my fancy enough, I'll make sure you win, boys. <laughs> Did you what? Tickle my fancy. You know exactly what to tickle, Trev. That's why you won tonight. His first win. Congratulations, Trevor Feelgood. Yeah. So well, before you go, Trev, have you got any uh, any shows you want to promote while you're here? I have, but it's on Friday after this is out, so I won't work. And it, it's, it, what is, where is it? At the Yellow... Um, Yellow stops in City Board. Yes, mm-hmm. come to that in did the it, past. Did it go well Saturday. last night? <laughs> it was really good. I didn't die on my ass or anything or get done by hecklers. Oh, it's bound to happen one day. Well done, Pet. Uh, well, uh, yeah, thank you very much for coming, Trev. You've been uh, awesome. Uh, a great stand in, as usual. For who? Who was this week? Who was it? There are four people who turned us down because they ended up getting paid work. So thanks for being available once again, Trev. That just makes me feel worse. <laughs> We're all there, Trev. We're all there. Well, no. <laughs> so there were two who were unavailable for paid work. One was taking their grandchild to cricket and another one just never got back to me, the bastard. Grandchild to cricket? What evil person would do that? I'll give you a question. It's his birthday. Oh. Oh. What have we done by our fate? Like, what have you been doing? Won't be able to see the ball. Glow in the dark. It's always his birthday. Oh. It is. The fact that Trev's just cottoned on to who we're talking about. Hello, it was. Hello, it was. Ah, ah, ah. I've got a bit of advice for the listeners as well this week. Ooh. Pay your loan sharks or lose your kneecaps. Or we'll experiment to see how far blood can squirt out of a finger by using a cigar cutter. Bye, you bastards. <laughs> um, Bye-bye, everyone. On that note... We'll be back next week. That's the Radio 2 version without the vicar. Is, is that when they get Ray Winston in? <laughs> yeah. Can we get Ray Winston on it? Look after yourselves, you fucking slags. Musical Insights. <laughs>